Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I am your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I am really excited to report that I have found my dream home. I was walking in an area, a neighborhood that I love, that's between two local beaches. And as I was walking with my dog and strolling around, I was thinking to myself, I need to stop dreaming about living here. I need to start manifesting it. And if I'm serious about wanting this lifestyle and this house or a house in this area, I need to start to figure out which house I want to buy. So as I'm thinking about these things, I all of a sudden get to the bottom of the street that I was walking down and I see six or seven ravens swarming this house. And this house is right on the water. It has a full view of the entire ocean. And it's more of a ranch style house, which is something that I love. I don't want something with too many stories. From what I can tell, the upper level and the kitchen sort of area overlooks the entire of the water. There's a pool in the front yard, and it looks like an infinity pool to me. I'm not sure I couldn't quite see. Anyway, the street is closed off to the main road, so it's a dead-end street, and there's really limited traffic, which I love. That street drops down into these ocean pools that are quite secluded. You're able to walk just a couple of minutes right down the stairs and take a dip, and I love that. It feels really good to be thinking about these things. For those of you that don't know, ravens are really important and symbolic to me. And I've seen them appear at various parts and stages of my life where I've needed guidance the most. And whenever I see them, I know that I'm on the right path. I'm, I know I'm in alignment. And I have lots of stories about ravens in past episodes. It's just more validation to me that I know I'm in the right place at the right time. And when I see them, especially when I'm actively thinking about my future and a home, I see a raven and I know that this could be it. This might be it. And I love that house. It's right where I want to be. It fits a lot of the characteristics I'm looking for. It's about $10 million, so we'll see how quickly we can get to that uh, budget. But there's no it's impossible mindset here. It's how can I make this happen? It's my life. It's my dream. And I want to be on the water. I want to be in this neighborhood and I want to make it happen. And I hopefully will show you and prove to you that it is possible. Okay, on that note, let's get into today's topic. I am really excited to be talking about this today because I think I actually introduced it many moons ago, maybe in season one, and we just never got around to talking about it. 
and it feels right now because I've done a lot more work. So today we're talking about reducing your toxic load. So let's start with a definition. What is your toxic load? Your toxic load is this measure of physical, mental, and spiritual pollutants, so to speak. It encompasses stressors that accumulate and persist within our lives and build over time. It encompasses a wide range of factors, and they could be environmental pollutants or factors, unbalanced dietary choices, emotional stressors, negative thought patterns, limiting beliefs, unresolved emotional trauma, and so much more. Imagine your toxic load like a metaphorical backpack that we carry around with us daily. And that backpack becomes heavier and heavier as we accumulate more toxins and make our life journey more challenging. And the burden of that high toxic load can manifest in so many ways. Obviously, it affects our overall well-being, our physical health, our mental clarity, and our ability to manifest our desires through the law of attraction seamlessly. So why do we care about this? Because it's important and critical to our physical health, also our wellness, our mental health, and our longevity. And when you have all of these things piling and adding up and your toxic load just keeps growing incrementally, it really impacts your ability to manifest. These things are all blockers, and we want to try and reduce them carefully over time and super intentionally too. So today we're going to talk about how to reduce your toxic load in three dimensions, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Today we're starting with physical detoxification, and we're going to start talking about food, the importance of clean eating and a balanced diet. And when I say clean eating, do I mean you can't have dessert, you can't have ice cream, you can't have fast food? No, I don't mean that. I mean, the majority of the time, let's think about the 80-20 rule that we discussed last week. You're eating in a way that supports your long-term goals and your long-term health. And what does that mean? It means looking for fresh and local produce when you can, eating seasonally, making sure that you have a variety of foods and nutrients in your diet. It's really important that you drink a lot of water. And I think people hear that and think, oh, I drink enough, it's fine. The role of hydration is so important in physical detoxification. It really helps remove toxins from your system. So me personally, I drink close to four liters a day. My Yeti, I think, is actually 30 ounces, and I drink four or five of those a day for those of you in the U.S. That's a lot of water, and some might say too much. My body's just gotten used to that, and I also do a decent amount of movement throughout the day, so I feel that I need that. For those of you that, you know, don't do that level of movement, I'm thinking maybe three liters or three 30-ounce bottles is, you know, close enough and good enough. Also, incorporating regular movement and exercise is super important, especially movement for joy. We want you to move in a way that feels good to you. It shouldn't feel like a burden because that's adding to your toxic load in another way, right? If you're forcing yourself to work out and do the, all these hit classes or spin classes and you don't actually like to do that, it's not a good vibe. It's not a good vibrational energy to be carrying around with you and it's going to impact you in the wrong way. I think something people overlook also is detoxification through sweating and supporting your lymphatic system. So during the day, you're just exposed to a lot of different chemicals and toxins. It's just part of the world we live in today. 
And one of the ways that you remove toxins from your body is through your lymphatic system and sweating. That is really important to make sure that those pathways are open. And a lot of us immediately start to block those pathways through the use of antiperspirant deodorant. I'm going to circle back to that in a little bit, but just know that sweating is good. It's healthy. We want that for our bodies. The next thing is our chemical load. So what we're using on our bodies, on our face, on our hair, on our skin, your skin is the biggest organ. And we're just lathering ourselves up with all of these sorts of things. Some of them have harmful chemicals in them. Maybe we don't read the labels carefully enough. There's so many things that we're applying that we just need to be a little bit more mindful of. The next component of this physical detoxification is what we're cleaning our house with and our clothes. Everything that we're using in our household contributes. It all adds up. So I want to take a pause here, and I think that sounds a little bit overwhelming, and I'm sure it is. When you're thinking about all of these things that contribute to your physical toxic load, it feels like a lot. But the idea isn't to just throw this all away and, and start from ground zero. That's not what we're going for here. It's just to be more mindful of what we're purchasing for our bodies that go on our face, our hair, our skin, and also what we're using in our household. And when you're making those decisions in the grocery store, it's really important to be aware of greenwashing. We don't want to see something that says all natural, gluten-free, and, and just think that it's better for ourselves and our bodies, because that's not the case at all. I make sure that I thoroughly research every new product that I incorporate, and I check in on those products every once in a while because companies change the ingredients all of the time, and something that you've checked and curated once might be totally different now. So again, don't throw everything all out at once. Our goal is to just reduce this over time. And I think it's going to make more sense when I talk about how I did it. So when I was reducing my physical toxic load, the first thing I did was try to make swaps in the grocery store to organic produce. And organic produce is very pricey, and I understand that. And so I didn't go from zero to 100 overnight. I just look for little more affordable swaps. And I started with my greens. So kale, anything that grows in the ground, that, that's what I tried to focus on first. I then, for all the other produce, ensure that I wash all of my vegetables and fruits in a bicarbonate soda and water solution. Or you can do a vinegar wash, which is just one cup of vinegar to, like, I would say three or four cups water. The next thing I did was, over time, started to switch my products over to all-natural products. And this started very slowly, very slowly. I started with my face routine actually first. And over time, as I ran out of things, I would just go to the grocery store or the mall and just look for things that were better for my skin, better for my health. I paid special attention to things I was putting in my lymphatic area. So deodorant was something that I swapped later on, but I still have been through several all-natural products. And none of them are antiperspirant. <laughs> That's the big difference here. The idea is that you want your body to sweat. And when you use an antiperspirant deodorant, you're blocking that pathway. And all of those things clog up under your arms, which isn't great. So right now, I'm using a salt stick deodorant, which basically just requires a few drops of water. And I'm able to spread that under my arms really easily. The idea is that the salt changes the pH balance of your armpit and prevents that odor. So I'm still sweating, which is great, just doesn't smell bad. 
One thing I will say is that very early on, I realized I would have to kind of pick my poison. So as many of you know, I still dye my hair and I go to an organic, mostly natural salon. And I say mostly because you can't really get that natural with hair dye. But it's all about choosing your battle. So I'm not walking around at 30 with gray hair because that doesn't make me feel good. And so that's something I intentionally do, knowing that it has some impact on my overall toxic load. Another thing that I noticed was that I was having a lot of problems with inflammation. Early on, when I first started to see an integrative doctor, I realized that I wasn't sweating at all. And it was a shock of my life when a close family friend encouraged me to go and sit in the infrared sauna. And I was in that sauna for almost 45 minutes before even breaking a sweat. And I was terrified. I sat there and I was so stressed and anxious and I I couldn't relax at all. And then I realized that when I was in the bathroom later that day, I looked at my armpits and they weren't pits. So there should be a dip in your armpit. Mine were protruding because I had so much buildup and they took months to reopen and clear. And now I use the infrared sauna at least once a week. Another thing that I do is I make my own DIY cleaning products. And this is a huge step, but I just found that It was a really time-consuming and intensive process to be looking for all-natural cleaning products and researching every single ingredient all of the time. Usually, this consists of a combination of water and vinegar. Sometimes, I put essential oils in there, although be mindful that some are toxic to pets, so be really careful where you're putting those. This isn't for everything, right? This is mostly an everyday surface spray cleaner. For things like the toilet and the bathroom, obviously they need a little bit more attention and there is a lot of germ buildup in those areas. So that's where I usually deviate to a more intensive cleaner. It's not about being perfect. It's just about making these small changes overall. Another thing that I started doing was avoiding perfumes and artificial air purifiers, anything scented. These things are really big endocrine disruptors. And in women, that can translate to hormonal problems. And so for me, as you know, I've struggled with that. So I removed that. That said, occasionally I go out and I spray my Le Labo matcha and it smells great and I love that. But it's not something I wear every single day. It's all about choosing your battles. I also sought out an integrative doctor and moved from a more reactive approach to my health to a more proactive approach. Getting to the root cause of some of these issues was really key for me. And I think all of these little things over time add up and I have drastically reduced my physical toxic load. To put this in perspective for you, this happened over years and years, I would say three to four years. And it's all about learning and researching and educating yourself and setting yourself up for a sustainable long-term approach. Because if you're switching to these products and you don't like to use them, it's not going to last. Trust me. Try them out. Try again. I've been through, I would say, 17 natural deodorants until I found this salt stick, which I love. So it's not perfect. It's an art and a science. Next up is your mental detoxification. This involves identifying and working through traumas, limiting beliefs, upper limits, Addressing and reducing the stressors in your life. Identifying your core needs and values. Assessing whether you're living a life according to those values. And reviewing and adjusting priorities to live more in alignment. 
So for me, at the height of my healing, I had so much anxiety and it was so hard for me to just get through the day. I was alone most of the day in Denver. So when I was living with my partner, he would wake up and go to work very early, about 5 a.m. I would wake up, have the whole morning to myself. Then it was in the time, you know, during COVID and post-COVID. So I was working remotely. I would be sitting in my office all day in and out of, you know, video meetings, but there's no real human connection. And I would spend long periods of time alone. And that resulted in me constantly in my head, overthinking and overanalyzing. At one point, I stopped watching the news because the COVID news and the updates and the death toll were so overwhelming to me and I just couldn't handle anything else. I limited my time on social media too. If you have an iPhone, you can set that limit really easily. I just found myself mindlessly scrolling to escape, you know, my inner thoughts and and that internal narrative that just wouldn't stop talking, wouldn't shut up essentially. I made sure I got outside. Spending time in nature naturally increases your vibrational frequency. And this was really, really nice for me to get outside and just listen to the trees and the leaves and the wind blowing. Just a change of environment and a change of scene can really, really help. At that time, I knew I'd been struggling with eating for so long and it was time to address my eating disorder. So I researched and explored solutions. You heard all about that recently. And I really took this commitment to my mental health seriously. I started to let go of people and remove people from my life that weren't serving me, that weren't adding any value. And I know when I say that, it sounds a little bit selfish. And that's okay. It's because it kind of is. Your priority is you and your mental health. And in saying that, I also want to note the importance of our purpose. And my purpose is to try and live a life of service. I want to leave people better than when I found them. And if someone's not doing the same for me, it's not someone that I can commit any more energy into. I also found a more suitable and sustainable therapist. And over time, my needs changed. So my toolkit changed, right? Now, I have a completely different therapist that practices rapid resolution therapy. I lean into meditation and EFT tapping, but I certainly didn't start there. So I want you to find a way to start doing this work that feels good. One baby step at a time and start with the biggest sources of mental stress in your life and prioritize those first. Then you can move down the list. Something that stuck with me from the book Atomic Habits is that a 1% change matters. And I've said it before. A 1% reduction in this mental toxic load is incremental. It all adds up. And over 100 days, you've removed something that's draining your energy and your spirit, and that's a big change and a significant decrease in your toxic load. Now, let's move on to spiritual detoxification. And this looks like finding hope and faith in something. And for many of us here, We're all connected through the law of attraction. And some of us also might believe in a deity, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha. This faith in something is so important. It's like our guiding light, and it helps us from getting lost. Let me explain how important this has been in my life. So personally, I was raised as a Catholic, but I never felt connected to that religion. I was baptized, I did my confirmation and my communion. 
I went to a Catholic school from kindergarten through sixth grade. I went to church with my family on all of the religious holidays, but I wasn't bought in. I lived many, many years without really having faith in anything. Nothing really resonated with me until I found the law of attraction. And that really gave me hope and a sense of purpose and order. And that was really lost on me until that time. And it caused me to feel so empty. I didn't feel hopeful about anything. There was no greater good or higher power. Some people live their lives and don't believe in anything, and that's fine. But for me, it really impacted me on a deeper level. When I first learned about the law of attraction, I was just needing something to listen to on my daily walks in Denver with my dog. There was this big, long street from my apartment, and walking all the way down and back was a couple of miles, and it was perfect. And I honestly don't know how I found it, but I came across Francesca Amber's Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And I still listen to that podcast today. In the beginning, I was addicted because I was learning all about the foundations and principles of things that just somehow felt right. And something finally made sense to me. And I had faith for the first time in so long. I suddenly was excited to wake up and listen to more and learn more. And I read The Secret and did The Magic, the 28-day gratitude practice. And it just lit this fire within me that restored my faith and sense of purpose in life. And I think that's what spirituality does, whatever that word means to you. I just think it's so important to have faith in something. And for many of us here, we have faith in the universe. And it instills a sense of peace within me that things are working out for my greatest good and that there is a plan. It makes sense why I was in such a deep need of healing a few years back. I was just trying to make sense of the world, and I didn't really have any of the puzzle pieces to do that. Learning about the law of attraction in the universe and energy has truly changed me and my life for the better. And now I get to share that with you, which I'm so grateful for, and it's such a unique position to be in. So what can you do? I would say spirituality can be thought about in a more broader sense. Learn more about what interests you. Find faith in something. It doesn't matter what it is. Lean into that and try and open your heart to what feels right. Okay, today was a little bit more free form. I hope you enjoyed the format. It's something I have been thinking about for a long time. And I think if I had brought this episode to you in season one, it would have focused mainly on physical detoxification and reducing your toxic load in your environment, in your body, those kind of things. Now that I took the time to wait to talk about this, I realized that mental and spiritual are big components of this also. All of these three components together will help you to reduce your overall toxic load. It's just something I want you to have in the back of your mind when you're at the grocery store or you're investing in a new book to read or you're thinking about finding a new hobby or filling your time and aligning with your purpose. These are all things that contribute, so make the space you need to, and the universe will fill that space with something that's more in alignment for you. Okay, witches, that's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.